You know what it was? I was uh, I wasn't on my for some reason I wasn't on the microphone. I was on <laughs> something. I, I don't know. Um, and I'm trying I'm trying to get my speakers to work now, but now my speakers don't work. But I can hear you still coming out through the computer, which is weird. 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 Yeah. I don't, um. So it's uh, it's Sunday night, and you're live with Triple F with the chef. I'm Chef Barrett Byer. And I'm Chef Anthony Rodriguez. What's going on? Not much. It's, uh, it was a long week. It was a long week. It was only four days, but uh, it was a long week for me. <laughs> Fair How's enough. Your, I can understand that. First week at work now. Your first official. Uh, not too bad. You know, I can't. I can't complain. It's actually some pretty good stuff. You know, get a lot of time to um, a lot of time to experiment with some stuff. Got on a uh, baking kick lately, so I've been doing some breads, some pastries, and things like that. It's really fun. You're baking now. Yeah, for fun, yeah. I'm like, you know what, I did it a little bit. The last time I did baking or anything like that was back in school, like in culinary school, and so why not, you know, dust off the old book and see what we can do. Dude, there's nothing fun about baking. You know what, though? I'm actually having a good time with it because I've got, like, four different ovens that I can do bread in, like four different kinds. Like, we've got regular convection ovens. I've got steam convection ovens. I've got a hearth oven, like a wood fire oven. And then I've got it's uh, a speed oven, which is almost like a microwave, but it doesn't use like radio waves. What? What? It's a called a speed oven. No, no, no. I'm saying it's like a microwave, but no, no microwaves. It just <laughs> blasts. It's like the opposite of a blast chiller, so it's like a blast heater. Oh, so it's like a fathom. Yeah, it's like a fathom because what the fuck is a fathom? Yeah. Back on that one. Um, <clears throat> no, but it's good times, and I'm I'm enjoying it very much. Well, that's a good thing. Listen, if you're not happy at work, then you're doomed, especially with what we do. You got to be oh, happy. Oh, absolutely. God. Um, so we what did. About, uh, what about you? So what, we we ahead, did the first um, the first Hell's Kitchen takeover at uh, Caesars in in Atlantic City. Um, oh, very nice. Chef T and, and Chef Megan. Still, Megan won season fourteen. And uh, T was the runner-up, so they did like a little five-course dinner, and uh, there was a bunch of other chefs that came. Uh, Christina Hazel from I think season 13, Frankie Bellotti, Alan Parker, Chef Millie, all season 14 and 13 people, and uh, we basically just hung out in the dining room and um, talked to all the fans and and gave them autographs and stuff. It was pretty cool. It was like a regular pop-up. Very nice. More seasons that came together for this. That's awesome. 
It's going to be an every month thing now, too. So uh, I think May 25th is the next one. So if you're in Atlantic City, May 25th, head down to Caesars. Uh, you can actually get tickets through the website. It's, it's going to be it's going to sell out. This one's sold out. The next one's going to sell mm-hmm. out because uh, they're limiting on how many people can actually go to these. Oh, okay. Yeah, better jump on that then. Jesus. Yeah. Good times. I don't know who's I don't know who's going to be the chef for this one. I know it's Megan at everyone because she's the executive oh, the the head chef there. Um, mm-hmm. She asked me to do it. I don't. Uh, I don't know if I want to do it yet. I want to wait and let it build up a little bit more. Mm-hmm. Even though it's going to sell out, I still think I just. I know. I'll know when the time is right. Yeah, you can't force something like that. Even though it seems like a really great opportunity and like, oh my god, it's going to be so fun. If you don't feel like you're going to do your absolute best at it, don't half-ass it. You know what I mean? Yeah, I'll still be there. I'm going to show support because it was it was pretty fun. A lot of people. Oh god. Yeah. A lot of people. Um, they like they like. Con- Conversing with us. Mm-hmm. Meet the guy who got a pizza delivered in the middle of his train ride. What is, I don't understand what that means. I'm looking through these. Uh, looking through stories. Yeah, I found a couple stories. <laughs> yeah. It looks interesting. Like, oh, okay. It looks like uh, the picture that they show on that story. It looks like the train is stopped somewhere, and like the the pizza delivery guy is pulling up to the window of the train or something to that effect. <laughs> I didn't even want to open it because it didn't seem like it was worthy enough for me to even bring it up. Uh, yeah, I just saw the the caption of it. Um, I got some some interesting stuff to talk about. Um, did you hear uh, about the new restaurant, a new restaurant opening up that has uh, not even open yet, but it has fifteen thousand people on its waiting list already? What fifteen thousand? That's a lot of people. That's a lot of people. It's a Set to open from June to August of 2016. So it's only going to be open for, what, June, July, three months? And it's got 15,000 people on the waiting list already. And it's called the Bunyadi, B-U-N-Y-A-D-I. And its big allure is that it is a nude restaurant. Oh, okay. Well, now now I know why there's 15,000 people on the waiting list. Yeah, exactly. That was going to be the last thing. I'm like, and this is why there's 15,000 people. So it is a naked restaurant so it's a strip club without a stage without the, yeah because everyone's a part of it now it's i guess i don't know dude like it's just so weird it's it's a pangea themed restaurant i don't know what that means uh oh i'm i'm looking at london's very first new restaurant uh, i see what you're talking about yeah oh wait so the people gotta go naked too yeah everyone's naked oh fuck that yeah, this is this this is like a nudist colony, but it's inside a restaurant. So everyone just gets naked. Now it says it says it has it says it has different sections. So if you want to be in a clothed section, you can. You don't have to go naked. And then they'll offer it says they'll offer you like a a locker and like a gown, you know, changing rooms if you want to go get naked, I guess. Um <laughs> and it's weird because also with this place, uh, so I don't know what Pangea. I know Pangea was like what they called the world when all the continents were together or something stupid like that. I have no idea. But they're boasting that no, you know, no chemicals, no artificial colors, no electricity, no gas. Everything that is cooked here is cooked on like cooked over wood fire in clay pots that they make themselves. Wow. That sounds interesting. I would I go? It, no, probably not. No, no, God, no. It says all the food, all food preparation is done naturally using a wood flame grill for cooking and handmade clay. Um, and then they'll feature vegan and non-vegan dishes. 
Awesome. Good for them. Because they, just... they want to keep everybody light on their feet because they're not wearing any clothes anyway. So. Yeah, no one wants to eat a heavy meal while you're naked. No, I don't. I I I was just I just lost my appetite. I was hungry too. I just lost my appetite thinking about it. Like just sitting there and you got some yeah. fucking like disgusting pig next to you. Not that you yeah, brought that. That's, right, but that's just, yeah, it's going to be a weird atmosphere. Like you kind of walk in and you're just like, "Oh, yeah, I'm not hungry anymore." Uh the the person who founded this, whose name I cannot pronounce. It's like their first name is S E B Seb Seb Lyle Seb Lyle Seb Seb uh, the idea is to experience true liberation, is what he's trying to go for. I get. Hey, listen. Um, freedom of speech, freedom to die naked. I guess you know whatever, whatever makes people happy. It, it's of course it's over there. It's not here. So I guess. Oh yeah, I doubt anything like that would ever fly here. No, definitely wouldn't. Yeah, I saw um country. So very very crucial article. About Big uh, about McDonald's and they're they're they get two new Big Macs coming out, but I can't get into this article. New Big Macs? New Big Mac? It says that's what it says. I don't know. I'm like, why does McDonald's need a new Big Mac? What's wrong with the old one? Aside from the fact that it's terrible. Well, they're seeing. It says here that uh, McDonald's is seeing if size matters with two new Big Macs. <sighs> yeah. Uh, okay. Wait. Does that mean they're going to be smaller? I think. Well, you um, let me know when you when you actually get into that story. And we can read about it. <laughs> I'm fine. It's, it's like impossible. I, my my internet connection down here is uh, pretty bad. Oh, that's yeah. terrible. Uh, okay, so so real quick, you know, while you while you try to figure that out and your internet, did you hear? Have you heard or seen anything about? I don't even know why I'm talking about this. It's so stupid. Beyonce's new album, that Lemonade thing, whatever the hell that is. Yeah, I keep hearing about it, but I don't. I don't. I don't pay attention because it just sounds like stupid news that they're trying to, like, what, anything with the media. I don't really listen to anything anymore because it's just brainwashing material because something else is going on behind doors. Yeah, I really don't understand it. But I guess the whole thing, like, the big uh, fuss about the new album is that she talks about how, I guess, Jay-Z cheated on her? Evidently, yeah. That's what I heard. So... Yeah, so the whole thing is, is Jay, I guess Jay-Z cheated on her with a woman named Rachel Roy. <laughs> and since that happened and the name's been released, everyone's been giving so much shit to Rachel Ray. Of course. Because she took away Bay. Yeah. <laughs> well, no, like it's a, it's a completely different person. Everyone's getting on uh, Rachel Ray's case when it's not even Rachel Ray. It's some chick named Rachel Roy. Oh, you mean Rachel Ray, Rachel Ray? Yeah, yeah, like the cook, Rachel Ray. Oh. <laughs> so everyone's like blowing up her Twitter and her face, like everyone just talking so much shit to her when it's not even her. Oh my God, that's horrible. I think I think that's funny that... though. <laughs> I think it's awesome. I laughed a little bit. I'm like, oh, I mean, it's a shame that she has to put up with that. But I don't know. Are you a fan of Rachel Ray? Um, I used to be. Not, not so much. Anymore. Yeah, I'm. I'm not a fan of anything. I. I barely like even have have time to watch TV. I just. Um, I'm trying. To, I'm trying to rid myself of anything that is that I can see news, negativity, or or brainwashing material into my body. Right, I hear you on that. I like that. I just. Uh, I mean, if I if I watch TV, it's like 
I'll watch Impractical Jokers or I'll watch something stupid and, and like it, it's all it's all show. all day. I watch the stupid <laughs> shit. <laughs> so I, I watch something that's gonna uplift me and make me laugh because I just love to laugh. I think I that's the like only shows yeah. I really watch anymore. I don't. I watch like that. I watch the first forty eight because I like the, the guy's voice puts me to sleep every now and then. <laughs> <laughs> and I, I watch so many up. networks that it'll just keep playing different episodes for like six hours. Right, right, right. Yeah, I got you on that. Um, like, I like to keep up on it. Like, I like to see who's doing what kind of thing. You know, if anyone's doing anything new, like what kind of ways things are going. But for the most part, like, I don't really pay attention to much TV anymore either. Um,. But I watch like, yeah, movies that I've seen a hundred times already because it's easy for me to fall asleep or not look at the TV and hear what's going on and be able to picture it in my head. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I'm with you on that. I, I, have, I have the same. I have the same problem. But <laughs> I'm just trying to think. Like, and you know what's funny? Okay, I was talking to some people about this like maybe two or three days ago, and how maybe what do you want to say, like six or seven years ago when becoming a chef was like the huge trend? No, now it's now it's a bigger trend, I think. I mean, that's when I started was six well, no, years ago. Like, cause, yeah, when we, were, when we were talking about this, we, this, like, we had literally like a two-hour discussion about all this. It was funny as all hell. Um, but we figure, like the way we kind of looked at it, six or seven years ago is kind of when the food network started blowing up. Yeah, it started exactly. when all that's, that's when I became a chef. Yeah, when when all the when all the cooking shows really started to blow up, and I know like shows like Hell's Kitchen have like fourteen seasons or Master Chef and everything else, but it was for the most part not as huge as it was, and then it grew to be so big, and all of a sudden everyone wanted to be a chef, and yeah. chefs became you know so popular, and then we we've been kind of talking like over the last maybe year or two, we've kind of noticed it starting to phase out because you know all what? the people go ahead. I don't think it's starting to phase out. I think it's plateauing to where okay, there you go. everybody's on the same page of it being new, the new rock star thing, but it's not being pe- – people are starting to see, like, the, the – okay, this is just ridiculous of, you know, this show. Like, there's a new show on called Cooks vs. Cons, for instance, Food Network. It, it's really? retarded. It's re- it, it is – and I, I thought, you know, listen, okay, so Cooks vs. Cons, I'm thinking in my head because of what I've been through – I'm thinking, okay, it's a cook versus um, a con, like a con artist or uh, a convict. I'm thinking it's like yeah, a jail convict chef. Yeah, is what I would think. Because right. You'll find some of the most creative motherfuckers in jail that know how to cook. Oh, because yeah. you'll make something out of nothing, <laughs> like nothing. Man. Yeah. If you ain't got nothing in your commissary, you better figure something out. <laughs> you know? <laughs> so, and that's so what, what is it? People that were cooks that were in jail or if they were, um, you know, convict. I don't know. Right. It's but not it's that? Not, nothing like that. It's, it's Some of them are attorneys or some of them are florists or whatever, and they're the con. They're acting like they're a cook, but they're not. So they have to decipher, you know, just based on whatever's cooked. Jeffrey, the only thing I like about the show is Jeffrey Zakarian hosts it, and I love him because he's, he's a beast. Uh, oh, God, yeah. And, and I'm glad he got his own little show now. That's pretty awesome. Uh, right. I should have hosted a bit. No French, Jeffrey, but, you know, to each his own. <laughs> Um, you know, I, I think you're right when you said it's more it's more plateaued, and that that's a better way of putting it. it definitely hasn't faltered off. But what it's what's funny is that everyone who you know the six or seven years ago got into it because it looked like the big rock star thing to do. 
and not because they actually loved it, is now realizing, you know, five years down the road that they're like, man, I'm not a rock star, and this is really hard, and I don't know what to do anymore. (laughs) Like, yeah, because you got into this for the wrong fucking reason. You know what? I got into it for the right reason because I just loved to do it at first. And then I said, you know what? But I want to get on Hell's Kitchen because I wanted to use that as my platform so that mm-hmm. so that I can do you know, my own business. And Right. And the, the thing you said, like the first thing you said right there was it. Like you got into this because you fucking loved it, man. And you know what's funny? I didn't realize I loved it, loved it until the first mm-hmm. time I got put behind the line on New Year's Eve on mm-hmm. Abstention and Saute. It was, it was ridiculous. Ridiculous, but just getting thrown into that rush and and just like beasting it out, man. Like I had like one little screw up, and it was like really minute. A hundred and twenty cover night. It was New Year's Eve, and we had one twenty on the books. We did like one fifty, one sixty, and right. It was just I was so on point, and I was just so happy after the service was done. I was like, that was fucking amazing. Oh God, yeah, man. And it's a shame. It's a shame because then like, oh, it's a shame because what it did in my opinion, was it made all the restaurants out there and it made everyone who's ever looking for a chef, it makes people who are really dedicated to this, it, gives, it makes it harder for us to find jobs. That, that and also it makes us harder to find cooks that are in it for the right reason. Right. Because I've done a couple right. of things, a couple of events where I have people help me and it's like they just want to be, they don't know how to be a rock star and a chef at the same time. Like, there's a you know when I'm, whenever I do an appearance I'm not I'm being hired or something to do it because of I was seen on the show and people want to interact with me but at the same time is I'm putting my name on something going into somebody's mouth like and mm-hmm. my head down like people you know people are like oh he's gonna talk. I'll talk to them when I have a minute man like I'm there to cook food that's what I do I'm not there to to fucking sit there and shake your hand and sign an autograph taste my food tell me how it is and then we'll talk and we'll have a great yeah. time. And then, yeah, it's just like, you know, you get people who want the fame and they want to be the awesome chef, but they don't want to put in the work. Exactly. And that's that's the biggest that's the biggest downfall to all these shows that are coming out and chefs becoming the new rock stars because people don't understand what it takes for us to do just for just to do one event or, you know, even working work in a restaurant. You know, if I yeah, even just oh my God, <laughs> I have a lot of time now to just relax and chill because I'm just doing my own thing. But if I was in a mm-hmm. restaurant, like, people don't understand 80-hour work weeks, 90-hour work weeks. No, no, not at all. It's just, you know, it's like I said, they want the they want the recognition without the work, and they don't realize how much work it does take. My knees, you know, they uh, think, knees next year. <laughs> <laughs> you need a new knee? Trust me. I'm I'm working on a bad one already, so. Um, I'm, trying get, I'm trying to get, like, I'm trying to find the perfect brace for me to win, like, they're, they're starting to get inflamed every now and then. It's like I got to keep on lifting my legs up towards my chest just to like you know hit my knee. You know what's funny? And I see the I see the stupid infomercials for them all the time. But those uh those like copper braces or whatever the hell they are. Yeah, I see that. Those actually work pretty well. Do they? Yeah, I'm not gonna lie. Like I have one and I wear it for my knee sometimes. It actually works pretty well. I've been seeing one recently that's been on TV. I don't think it's not the copper one because it kind of looks like the shit that Forrest Gump had on his knees, but it's but it's like <laughs> because it looks like a contraption. It almost looks like 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 RoboCop type shit, but it just keeps right. certain parts of your knees open and it compresses the other parts. So it's kind of like you know where you're gonna bend and where your knees are gonna bend and and, and scrunch up. It's it's open so that it doesn't like kind of. I have these ones now, but it's just. Solid and it just keeps on like getting me hot in certain spaces. Start getting a rash in a certain space from bending my knees so much. 
Um, but these ones actually look like like Forrest Gump. Like as far as listen, the Forrest Gump world, and then straighten me out real quick. Yeah, you know, good enough. All right, so here we go. McDonald's is seeing if size matters with two new Big Macs. So they're getting two new Big Macs now. Uh, Okay. Arguably the most popular burger at McDonald's, which it is, is getting some variety. No, they're not going to release a spicier burger or one with fish fillets instead of beef. Rather, the company is testing Big Macs in a few different sizes. Size matters, ladies. (laughs) Nation's Restaurant News reports (laughs) variants will be called... The Grand Mac and the Mac Jr. currently being tested at locations in Central Ohio and Dallas Fort Worth. Oh fuck! I gotta go there to get it. Um, customers who wallow in sadness after they devour their original Big Macs will have more meat to chew on in the Grand Mac with features two one-third pound beef patties. That's the Grand. The Grand's gonna be bigger, obviously. Those who can't chew one-third. Who, okay. who can eat a regular size Big Mac? Everybody that goes to McDonald's can probably eat like three. Probably. Those who can't commit to a regular size Big Mac can now order the Mac Jr., which features only a single beef patty. So it's a – what? So the Mac Jr. is a hamburger? That's all it is. But it's it's a, it's the regular burger, I guess, with the, the lettuce and the sauce on it. So that – yeah. So, okay. So it's a it's just a hamburger with tomato – with two all-beef – or one all-beef patty special sauce. Okay. Yeah, it's – That's stupid. I'll just take a McGangbang all day and call it a day. McGangbang. That's <laughs> hashtag McGangbang. That's terrible. <laughs> okay, so does it say like how big are the patties on the on the regular Big Mac? Honestly, man, those shits are like two ounces each, and they're just smashed really thin. You ever notice that? Yeah. Well, yeah. I mean, that's all fucking McDonald's burgers. What are you talking about? Half. Of uh, it's probably like a quarter of an ounce of real meat and whatever else the filler is. Uh, very true. So okay, so that's the regular one, and then you said the big one is going to be two third pounders. Yeah. So I, I think I think the regular Big Mac it has a total of a quarter pound. If I'm not mistaken, it has a total of a quarter pound. Okay. So I'm this thinking. Will have, this one will have two one third pound beef patties, so it'll have so two thirds of a pound. Okay. I guess. I don't know. What? I'll try it. <laughs> Why? Is- yeah, you'll try because it's just a Big Mac. Like, there's no change. Yeah, I think they'll probably bang you over the head another three dollars for it. Oh yeah, hard. Imagine they won't. Oh, um, quick little brief note on my uh, on my food festival. I have to change the date, so anybody that is interested in going, uh, it's still gonna be a Studio Square, but uh, we had a scheduling conflict with um, a a champion soccer game, or in their, their case, football. Um, right, right. So uh, it was going to be June 26th, but now I'm going to probably make it at the end of July because I still want another month to promote it. Um, and I don't, I, but I don't want to go into August because August is a bad month for any kind of festivals or, or anybody to do anything because everybody's on vacation. Um, right. So I'm shooting for the end of uh, July. And I am in talks with getting uh, a, a – very big name down there to uh, be one of the celebrity judges. I can't. I'm not going to burst my own bubble yet, or, or uh, even better. Yeah. So it, it, that's you know, I think I think the new date is going to actually work out better because a lot of people that I was reaching out to that I really wanted involved with it weren't able to do it. So the new date will bring new opportunities. I think. And I'm still waiting for water for us to try too. Yeah, I haven't gotten mine either. So. While I while we were waiting for that, I'm trying to think of you know some ways to 
work on some drinks and kind of see what's going on, you know, because I do, I do love mixing up a new drink or two. So it'll be fun yeah. to get those and see what we can do. Yeah, I'm excited to get those. I just actually did a um, a thing for this uh, this this um, tequila company, Soltado. Soltado. It's it's got. I, forget, I got the bottles in the kitchen. I'm not going to go get it right now. But I did um, one of my recipes for them. I did my vodka flame shrimp, but I took the vodka out and I did it with this Soltado tequila because it has a uh, it's infused with serrano peppers. So it's kind of like it 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 tastes like tequila with like a hint of like a cinnamon and a and a, a serrano. It's pretty wicked. Okay, I kind of like that. Yeah, it's uh, it's you know it's an acquired taste though because at first the first time I had it I was like, whoa I wasn't expect I wasn't expecting what I got, but then uh, I put a little bit on the rock, shook it up a little bit, and then did another shot, and maybe the first shot hit me, but it felt it was it was pretty um it was pretty intriguing. Hmm. Okay, real quick, cause I just cause I just saw this. Uh, news story. There's a McDonald's movie coming out. Um, is it, wasn't there already? Well, that was a document. Super Size Me or something? Or oh no, yeah, there, there was Super Size Me and all that. But this is actually a and and Michael Keaton's gonna be in it. Michael Keaton? The film? Yeah, the the film. Is going to be titled The Founder, and it centers on a guy named Ray Kroc meeting the McDonald's brothers, and how, and it's like how McDonald's came to be. There's their brothers. I thought McDonald's was just okay. No, McDonald. Yeah, I know McDonald's was started by brothers, by the McDonald's brothers, um, Richard and Maurice. But yeah, so who the fuck wants to see this movie? Who cares? I don't know. Yeah. Apparently there's a trailer out. So everyone right now that's listening, go go to YouTube and look up the founder official trailer. And you get to watch the trailer about the the origins of McDonald's in case anyone actually cares. You know what? I'm actually looking on Food Beast website. There's a lot of things on McDonald's right now on here. Oh, dude. Yeah, I, I absolutely. McDonald's is blowing up right now. <laughs> Uh, to change gears real quick, just because I always like to find these things and let people know, like as soon as this happens, um, when restaurants give away free stuff to people who deserve it. Uh-huh. Uh, so Chipotle, even though like it's hard to say, go to Chipotle because you'll probably get salmonella or something like that. Uh, but May third, awesome. so that's what uh, Tuesday. Yeah, so May third from. From 3 o'clock to closing at just about all the Chipotle grills, if you're a teacher, you get a buy one, get one free deal at Chipotle. I, th- I just saw something like that. I just saw that. I think that story going there somewhere. Yeah, right, so, so if, it's, it's, it's honor of, uh, of Teacher Appreciation Day, which is on May 3rd. So if you go and buy something at Chipotle, then you can get something else for free. So it's kind of like so uh, kinda cool. Yeah. So you got to show your your teacher ID, I guess, because. Yeah, yeah, I'm sure if you have, well, I'm, yeah, teachers carry like have IDs and something else like that. So, but that's cool. Well, like I said, I like it when restaurants do things like that. Them up and get a bunch of free stuff. I go, yeah, I know a couple teachers, so I'm good. <laughs> I, I don't eat at Chipotle though, so it'd be a waste on me. You don't eat at Chipotle? I love Chipotle. I don't know why, but no, I do. I've, I've had Chipotle maybe once in my life. Oh wow. 
<laughs> I like not a fan, not a huge fan. So, but yeah, so that that was cool. I thought I thought that was really nice. Like I said, I love it when companies do that. So, what I I want to do is um, I would like to. Oh wait, what is it? I'm trying to get that. No, not that monitor stereo speakers. I don't know. Uh, I'm trying to see this one thing. It's it's Gordon Ramsay and he's flipping out on kids, like it was uh, MasterChef Uncensored. Right, 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 right. Uh, where was the title? The title was like Watch Gordon Ramsay swear at a kid on MasterChef Junior or something, right? Yeah. I want to see if I can pull it up. If I can I play it. Huh? I said, hold on. Let me see here if I can pull it up and play it. I want to. I want to listen to it, but I, I know if I play it on mine, the speakers aren't working, so it's gonna come across like all shitty. Uh, it'll probably come through bad on my end as well. So hold on, I can't even get the store to open. Oh, there we go. All right, hold on. Let's let's see if we can let's see if we can listen to this. All right. Yeah, go for it. I'm gonna play this and see what we get. Oh, this is stupid. Oh, it's not real. Okay, so it's just like two totally different things. Showing a picture, showing a kid, showing him yell, but not in the same space. Yeah, it's like they're they're showing they're showing footage from Master Chef Junior, and they're just dubbing over like some Hell's Kitchen audio. Right. All right. So that's retarded. That's stupid. Oh, internet, you got us again. Yeah. All right. So yeah. <laughs> internet one took off the chef zero. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. God damn it, internet. Uh, what else? What else is in here, man? There's so much crap in here. There's a whole bunch of videos on here that you guys. If you guys don't ever go check out this website, like for everyone that listens to this show, Food Beast, like they always have some really interesting stories on here. Like really interesting stories. I, I highly recommend going to check out this this website every now and then. I want to know what happens when you pour copper into. Uh, it says, "Watch what happens when molten copper is poured onto a block of cheese." So huh. I want to watch this. I want to see what happens. I, I would think the cheese would melt. No. I would think. Can you hear that? A little bit. Did you hear that before? No. You didn't hear that? All right. I can hear so yeah, I can hear something in the background, yeah. All right, but it's faint. Okay, good. Yeah, it's it's pretty faint. Well, I, I kind of want it to be faint. I don't want it to be loud. All right, so they're putting he's putting like this big piece of cheese onto oh, he's heating. Right, I just want to see. I don't even want care what he's doing. Oh my god. It doesn't even melt the cheese. Really? Holy shit. Dude, it, you know, that's weird. We gotta post this video. That is really <laughs> some fucking weird shit. Did you click on that? Go back on Food Beast um, website. And yeah, I'm, very, I'm gonna watch it right now. I got, I got you know, it pulled up right now. Let me see. Shit, man. It's like going on fire. Why is this video like three minutes long? Because it's like they processed cheese. Too. They keep pouring it on, pouring it on, pouring it on. It's not as you would think that the cheese would just disintegrate right away, but it doesn't. All right, so he makes a little. 
He he takes the block of cheese and he makes a little. He cuts out a little notch in it. Yeah, just like so a little hold something. Like a yeah, so you, so you could pour something into it. He makes a bowl out of it basically. Yeah, so he makes a bowl out of a block of of what kind of cheese is it? Cheddar. Cheddar. Does it matter what kind of cheese it is? Is it just um, regular cheddar? I uh, yeah. <laughs> sharp. Uh, sharp cheddar cheese. Okay. Holy shit! You're right. <laughs> Isn't that crazy? It says we've seen molten copper artist Tito For- Foray before. Once you showed us what happens when you pour molten copper on a giant five-pound gummy bear, it's safe to say the results were pretty similar in both experiments. Although the cheese stood up against the copper pretty well, the copper was heated to a balmy 1,948 degrees. Wow. Yeah, that's, that's pretty fucking hot. So it's really interesting. Like it, it really doesn't melt the cheese. It just glides right off the cheese. Almost like it's Obviously like, it's like where he, a waxed car. Yeah, yeah, that's exactly how it looks. Like uh, the the copper that actually gets into the little well that he cut out is, is staying there, but it's not melting through. And what he kind of poured onto it, like a lot of it just kind of fell off. Yeah, it, just, it rolled off like it was a waxed car. And like then the it just the, car. the entire cheese on fire. And what's crazy, you know, here's here's the crazy thing. Now, this this copper is just sitting in the middle, and it's just like burning, burning slowly, and just you know, causing the cheese to go on fire. Now, I've seen videos where people go at McDonald's saying, "Oh, what are they putting in their fries? Look what happens when I light this on fire." Oh, and we're eating that shit like it's just. I mean, there's no chemicals in that cheese. I don't think it's it was regular made cheese. Mhm. So it leads me to think though, like, huh? if we're eating, well, if, if we're eating this, like this stays in our stomach. Like, how does our body process it? But it, that can't. It's crazy. That's kind of. Yeah, it's very interesting to see. It's it's one of those things where it's interesting because it's definitely not what you expected to happen. No, I I didn't expect that to happen at all. But hey, more power to him. All right, if you can. If you can afford the luxury of just being able to pour, you know, molten copper, copper on anything and see what happens, yeah. <laughs> uh, what else we got? James, where's the bottle? No, okay. Yeah, I saw really one story. Just, yeah. A guy killed his friend. Uh, scumbag shoots and kills his friend over a restaurant bill. People are just terrible people. <laughs> I didn't, I didn't know if this was going to be real or not, but I guess it, it, it is real. Uh, he says, I've heard of disputes over who has to pay the check at the end of the meal, but never like this. Being a Middle Eastern man myself, I understand many of the customs when it comes to dining out with friends. One of them, and probably the most common, is the virtually necessary argument between the men of the table, who gets to pay the bill. Well, first of all, if anybody says, I'll pay the bill, I beg you, go ahead, no problem. Um, so I'm not going to argue with <laughs> In America, we call this a big swinging dick contest. Well, two Turkish men were enjoying their soup at a quaint little restaurant nestled in the heart of Istanbul. When the bill finally arrived, Hassan Erdemir and Idris Alakas, who were also accompanied by several other unnamed friends, were talking and eating their meal. Until Alakas said he had to leave. He tried to pay for everyone's meal, but was informed that Erdemir had preemptively taken care of it. This kind of act, wait, this act of kindness. Somehow threw Alakas into a fit of rage, leading him to storm out of the restaurant. Erdemir and the others thought the scene had ended, only to learn moments later things were about to get substantially worse, and the guy comes back in and shoots him. Jesus. And it's on video, so it's really it really happened. Wow. 
Nice guy. Hmm, okay. Yeah, there you go. That sucks. That wasn't even a good story to talk about. I'm sorry. No, it really wasn't. But this one, okay, check, I mean, this isn't a great story either. This is just something that's kind of cool. Again, it's in the UK. But there's a, what's this place called? It's called the Brickyard in St. Albans, somewhere in the UK. But uh, there's a sign in their bathroom that basically the whole lure is if you're on a bad Tinder date, this bar will help you out. <laughs> wait, wait, wait. So, so the sign, is that like Tinder? Match? Yeah. Yeah, it, it's kind of like match, but more instantaneous for like hookups or something like that. I don't know. So basically the sign in the bathroom reads, Tinder date gone wrong, like doesn't look like their picture or just plain weird. If you're on a date and it's not going well, come to the bar and ask for uh, Rachel or Jennifer and they'll <laughs> get you out of it and or get you a taxi if you need it. <laughs> So if you're on a bad date, I think more bars should probably do this. You'd get a lot more return customers. Seriously. So that's you're at crazy. this bar and you're on a date, you're not liking it, you go to the bar and they'll they'll get you taken care of. <laughs> but it's kind of good. You would, you would think that somebody that's going on a date, that if they want a way out, they would tell their friend, like, listen, call me in 15 minutes, say blah, blah, blah. If I'm good, then I'll tell you I'm good. If not, then I'll be like, oh, my God, what? And then they'll just leave. Like, Yeah. Right. Maybe these people don't have friends. <laughs> yeah, I guess. Maybe they don't. Maybe that's why they're on blind dates. I don't know. Yeah, something like that. There's a lot let's of other news, but none of it none of it's really mention worthy. No, I had some things I wanted to talk about too. I forgot. Um, oh, um, really quick though, I I do want to um, just say a quick prayer. Uh, I'm gonna I'm not gonna say anything, but I'm gonna one of my one of my good friends from from back in the day got into a car accident. He's still actually. Uh, in the hospital, and he's 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 not coming through yet. Um, so if uh, Johnny Moretti's family is listening, my prayers are with you guys. And um, he's a, he's a tough dude. He's gonna pull through. Sorry to hear that. He's a funny fucking guy, really funny motherfucker. But because he's real, he just he just tells you how it is. He doesn't he doesn't give a fuck about being your friend or not. It's just he'll just tell you straight up, this is how it is. Done deal. Voice his mm. opinion. Not afraid to say what he has to say. I got gotcha. you. Well, you know, my best are with him too, man. All right. Uh, on another note, the um, of oh, the season just ended of Hell's Kitchen. What, what was um, what's her name? Ari- Ariel? Is that her name? I don't know. I didn't well, watch it. You didn't watch it. You didn't watch the season at all. <laughs> you know, I I caught like an episode here, an episode there. I I I wasn't able to watch the whole entire um the whole entire thing, which you know. Uh huh. I feel, I feel like I feel like we're yeah, like maybe, news though now. We're like what? We're like ancient news, right? We're we're like season one is considered like to be like who what? Yeah, but we're the we're the best news though, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> hey, you don't win best new cast, right? Without being yeah. the best cast. Oh, yeah, her name's Ariel. She won. I saw one episode. Oh, congrats to her. She she had like she had like um you know a very confident attitude to her so good for her. Nice. Congrats. I can't wait to do this next pop up again. That's it, man. Hmm. Uh, 
May 15th, I'll be up in, uh, you're not in Pennsylvania anymore. I keep forgetting you're not in Pennsylvania anymore. No, sir. I'm going to be up there for uh, the uh, Shifts Food Service show. i got to do like mm. three different demos all day and just show how people to increase their profit margins and also, uh, yeah, wrap it up. We're going to wrap it up, B. Oh, the, uh, the, the wrap it up? Wrap it yeah, up that, box or whatever it was? Yeah. <laughs> Uh, so yeah, uh, May fifteenth, sixteenth, May sixteenth, I'll be up in uh, PA at what was the casino again? Mohegan Sun. Uh, yeah, Mohegan Sun. Yep. Yeah, I'll be there for the Shifts Food Show. Um, Very cool. Yeah. I, actually, nobody can check it out unless you're industry only. I know we have some industry people who listen. Come on down. So we're gonna end, we're gonna end with a song cause, because I keep I keep hearing Prince on the radio now. I get sad every time I hear it. But it, it makes well, you feel I, you know you know it's funny how we were talking about how his sales are going to go through the roof. I think uh, someone was talking about or a little article I read said that in the the week since he's died, uh, or two things actually in the week since he's died, his album sales have gone up like four thousand percent. Wow. And that I guess I don't know if this one's real. I'll actually have to recheck this one. But they they found like a, a I don't know if it was an actual vault, but like music that he hadn't released yet. And there is just tons and tons of music. They said there's enough songs to be releasing albums for many many years to come. That, that always happens when people die. Like Biggie came out with like ten songs after he died. Tupac came out with he's still coming out with songs. Tupac's yeah, still years. coming out with songs. <laughs> Yeah, he's still got a lot going on. Uh, what are we going to listen to? What do you, what do you got to play? Um, a good one. There you go. See you all next week. Oh, a very good one. Thank you guys for listening. We'll leave you with Prince. <laughs>